0: All right, so let's uh, let's go for okay. so, so again, Daf We'll start with the Mishnah. lachim So, what someone has done is selectively picked all the all the moist onions to sell in the market? We saw this case before. Mekayim nevesh. it keeps all the ones, to, all the dry ones, to the Goran for to, for storage. Now, the importantly, the language of Machlik is because it's smooth, I meaning he took them all out then we say, no ten pay, la la atzman, ula la atzman. To pay for each of them separately. And we said in yesterday's uh, learning together, we said that is because with onions, um, the dry and moist ones are a bit like two subspecies of wheat, if you recall. So therefore, the fact that he he, he, he harvests them or collects them separately, that makes them like a two-minimum in that sense. Not that they are two-minimum, full stop. Next. Uh, sorry, let me just also for beans, um, it's important. It's there, when we get to kilayim, we'll understand the two different types of beans. If it's a vegetable bean, then it wouldn't be Haibopaya, but it's some sort of like grain type of bean. There's different species, but we'll learn when we get to kilayim. As well, also in the vinyan, the same type of idea. So meidal means is what happens is it grew tightly packed. Salim, the Gru, Ritzufim, they're all together. And what does he do? He starts pulling out some of the ones that are in the um, that are amongst them in order to, to give it more space. Now the intention of doing that is that he wants the ones remaining for a bigger, and he's presumably going to dispose of these other ones. So the, the, the idea is when you pull out those other ones, when you're Medel, then it's, that's not considered Kitsira. That's not even considered harvest at all. So therefore, it says you, all you have to leave for Peya is proportional to that which remained, and don't include the ones you 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 cleaned out for that for the medal purposes. Clear? Good. Um uh which means if someone is machlik the lachim, and um I mean he takes it, all the lachim, all the moist ones, and he leaves all the rhema, the elishel ed zela but he doesn't take it to the market. What does he do? He simply takes them and stores. In other words, either all the shuk or the Then, what we say in that situation, despite the fact it was machlik, despite the fact he cut them at two different phases, since they're all for the same purpose at the end of the day, then that wouldn't differentiate it. Then you it perish. then, then we said, call that which remaining leaves pay on everything one go. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Now we to have to understand the Gemara. So, that for this, I'm going to do a little share screen. a few still give it a little bit. But I think we'll get through it reasonably smoothly. Okay, the first case is Hameyrug. So the Gemara says Hameyrug Haibitilatov. So merug we don't know what Merug is. It's some sort of selective picking of some sort. Um, but that seems to be we'll see the is going to assess what that is in a moment. He's Chaib in the beginning and chaib in the end. You have to be in the beginning and the end. So the first statement is Amaribi Yuri says kahade, what's Meyrug? So aid so aid no merug What's like what's merug The gemara asks. That's like the case where an individual is It's no different to our case. No different to our case, the case in the Mishnah. It's just a different terminology. So what does it mean? Since you're taking half of them, um, I'm just going to, I think I got some feedback. Yeah. Since you're taking half of them um, to the market and then the, the, all the moist ones and you're taking, the, leaving the other half for the goren, the two different meaning, therefore you have to leave pair for each of them. That's like our Mishnah, no Khirish there. However, Yermi R Re- Re- we will see explains it differently. He says, no, had in um le- have daki, have le- avid batzil rav. It's another type of it sounds like um Ketzzah is actually common usually, but kitschahi seems like a of Initially it grows small, then you take it out, and when you plant it again, it'll end up growing big. Okay, I'll read it, read, read Rebchai in um It says, "At hazarelehu abid batzel, meaning dakik, meaning perish kushesrael ta shetomen gar gir baarz when you plant it seed, who oser batsel dak he makes it like a small onion. Karat when you take it again, the kushrozer v'shoteloto dak who oser batzel gadol when you take that same thing, that small onion, and plant it again, it will produce a large onion. Okay, so therefore what it's saying is in both phases, tchilato and safol." So Rabbi Yossi understands is both phases require, require what? Require one to live pale. okay, now why does Rabbi Yossi explain it this way and this is important to understand the kashas we're going to bring on Rabbi Yossi later, why does he not explain it the simple way like Rabbi Yermia is simply two phases that are two different purposes the lachim going to the shuk and the dry ones are going to the market, sorry, are going to storage so that is because he understands the, the onions that are lach where they're moist, they're like a vegetable and they're not what's called machnisolakium. That's not something that is stored long term. It'll spoil. So, therefore, he understands that the lachim, when they're lachim, the lachim, not at all. So, when it says meruk chayib betchilatora, it can't be talking about betalin lachim. It has to be talking about this other type of two phase growth onions, like the first stage when you plant it as a seed that makes a proper onion, which is. Uh, which is a small onion, be it, be it that, but then then you take that small onion after it's growing and you replant that and it makes these big onions. That's why he explains the case completely different. So, so he says, One second, Rebiosi, the way you're explaining it, if it wasn't for this teaching, this brayta, what would have you said? This first stage that you're taking these small onions and replanting them, would you think you'd be, because you're be replanting them, they'll be, they'd be patun from payah. Why is that different from wheat? What happens with wheat is sometimes we take the kernels of the wheat, the, the small the kernels of the wheat, and you use them for planting next year. And you never have a have in it that if I'm growing something for the seeds that I'm going to then um, be patron from peya. We see with wheat, we don't say, you know, whatever proportion you're going to use for replanting, you're exempt. No. So in other words, if you're trying to say the whole chiddush of this brighter is this first stage onions that are going to be used for replanting are chayvenpeah, that's not a chidosh. We know with wheat, for example, that's also used for replanting, and it's also chayvenpeah. So what's, So in other words, you're explaining this funny way, but there's no, that, sorry, in this particular way, but it doesn't seem to be a chidosh in what the bright is teaching us. So we say, no, there is still a chidosh, why? Chitin rubam When it comes to chitin, so we're over here in the sort of the chart, chitin rubam la'achilah. It's, you might think that wheat, the reason why, um when you when you take some of the, when you're growing some of it for replanting that it's chayim pair because generally people use a majority of the wheat that's grown for consumption however zerubam lazaria this first, since this first stage growth of these these type of onions is lazria rubam is just for replanting you might think that would be a reason to dis, to to say that no in that case it's patur therefore the brighter comes and is is machadish to you that even the first stage that you're just producing these small onions for replanting, you'd still need leaf pay at that stage, okay? So now we move across to Rabbi Yirmiah, the grammar says. So if you remember, Rabbi Yirimi says, these moist ones that seem to be just like a vegetable, since when do we say vegetables are chayv vapea? Vegetables are not what's called machnisa lecume. Cucumbers you know, not have from because it cannot be stored long-term. And if you're taking these early stage onions that are moist, they're not going to be stored, they're able to be stored. Then um, since when is yarek chayv v'peyah? Uh, so we saying no. Since mino machni since onions in general are something that is kept for for, for long term storage, therefore it's chayv So in other words, he's got no problem about saying these moist onions in the early like in the early stages, despite the fact they in particular wouldn't be Machni nonetheless, since the min of and machlich sefium, that's why the ones that you sent to market, the early ones, and the dry ones you keep for storage, both of them are high and pay. That's why, again, that's where Rebiyama explains, it's been like a Mishnah. So then the Gemara, is, um, but what's Rabbi Yossi do without, I'm saying this to time, even though I've seen this, so he, clearly in the words, but he says, what about our Mishnah? How can Rabbi Yossi be cholak with Rebiyama? We know on our Mishnah, the Mishnah says, meforash in our Mishnah, what? That if, you, that, that if you, so clearly it seems to be that these moist onions you'd have to leave really for. So how can it be cholik on that? It's a Mekhosh Mishnah. So uh, so we say, no, it's not that they're lachim. Rather, when what, what it says machlik lashuk, machlik lachim lashuk, doesn't mean that they're really like moist, moist. Rather, it means that they're gamurhu. They're pretty much completed. Meaning, i reader of Rebchaim, Mifar she'elah be'lachim ma'amash ha'in mach niso le'kiyom, that it cannot be taken to storage. Yes, it can be. What does it mean, lach? It doesn't mean it's at that early stage. Um, rather, that they're complete. The elebik shugmurim they're already complete. They're only lacking just simply the break. It's finished this, need to be dried out a little bit. Although the brighter, this one that Rebiosi wanted to switch it around completely, he says, In that case, it wasn't in, that, in, in, in the way Rabbi Yirimi explained it, of being completely moist. That's why he switched the, he explained that brighter differently, that it's like these two-phased onions, right? Okay, if that was, uh, that was clear, a, bit of a tricky That was tricky. Let's do the next one. Tani, leket, okay. Leket tzircha. V'lo kituf. Now this is important. Leket is the one or two different uh, little uh, stalks that fall during harvest. Those ones. It's another one of matanot. I need not to be left behind down here. Now what it's saying is, is if it's leket ktsircha or leket if something is meant to be harvested with a sickle or a scythe, and you ended up picking it up with your plucking it with your hands instead, and one or two fell, that's not leket because it says leket ktsircha. It's not considered ktsircha if you do it with your hands. Ah, Reb Chaim points out at one second. Didn't we learn previously? By the way, this, this would apply for pear as well. But didn't we learn previously, really much, much like really early on our learning a pear together, that pear doesn't have to be ktsirachai. Even if you pluck it with your hands, even, all manners of harvest would be. Uh, would what pear applies to? So this seems to contradict that. So the way he explains it, answers that he he says as follows. He says it depends on what the orach is, meaning what's the normal wheat? People don't go into wheat field and pluck it out by their hands. So therefore, in that situation, if it's normalously cut, um, cut, cut and you go and pluck it with your hands, then it's p- partial from leket and also from pear as well. However, if we're dealing with, say, onions, that you don't use a sickle to cut it out, you say, let's you pluck with, assume you pluck it with your hands, or some of you may even dig it out. In that situation, even if, even if you're not u- using sirah, you'd still be chayev to leave pear, like, and shichachah. So what it means here, when it says, leket tzirchah leket is when it's the derech to do ktsircha and you happen to use a different technique. Okay, then we continue. Rabbi Zira says as follows. Rabbi Zira says uh Yochanan Hamelaket Shibolim Leisato. If someone collects shibolim for his bread, then importantly what he's doing, he's doing bit by bit. Afilu kol even even if he does huge amounts, patumina peya. In other words, why? Because ktsira harvesting is considered when you're coming through the field to collect the whole thing. If you just go out to your garden and pick a few tomatoes, well, a tomato is a bad example because they're not ha'iv and But but let's go to your, your, your garden and you need a small amount of wheat to, uh, to make some bread, and you take a small amount, that's not even considered kitzirah. So therefore, that, that mat you took would not be ha'iv and That's that's what, um, that, that's what they're saying in the name of a gochonah now. Okay. Um, where is it? Yeah, that's fine. Filokosho uh, meaning even, fine. However, but, uh, so Rebbe Yerza says, even if you use the cle that's biyuchad for that purpose, that we said before, if it's a proper cle that you use for that purpose, you'll be haipeah, since you're doing it in this sort of small haphazard manner, like bit by bit as you, as you need it, um, therefore it's not considered tzirah. So Ambar Rebbe Yossi, however, says, now this is important, because Shittor we're going to question, he says, that's only vuhushushiyer, that's only if you left something behind, okay? Why? Because if you cleaned, if you were taking it bit by bit and you cleaned up the whole field, well then you know you can't make around anymore. This is not a right anymore. This is like a proper katsira. You just cleaned up your whole field. Okay, he says um, fine. So b'hat tani. Now we bring another contradiction. So that was the first thing. So let's. And our first little box here, we've got malaketchi b'limli Sato. If you're doing it this, this this small bit by bit way, it's not considered katsira. But, and therefore, you're not chayven till to pay up, but that's only if you left something behind. Now we've got another brighter. Vahatani, we've taught elsewhere, but what? Hayulo, hayulo We've got five gfanim, um, vines. and he also takes a bit by bit. He's patu min Now we need the shino girsah here because it doesn't make sense orally a rabbi. Rather, the girsa change is shichacha and peyayo. I mean, peret, shechecha, and peya, because all those things are are dependent on ktsirah. So again, by these vines, you're taking it bit by a bit. You're partial from these things. You have another ktsira, but you behave by ololot. What's ololot? Ololot is... Oh, sorry, parrot, by the way, I didn't mention that. Peret is the leket in the vineyard. So again, it's one or two grapes at fall. So you're partial from that because you're not doing effectively btsira, which is a ktsira in a vineyard. It's like you're not harvesting it. But how are you and ololot? What's ololot? Ololot of the badly formed... Um, and bunches of grapes that either don't have like shoulders to them if you've seen like a nice bunch of grape or the droopy part at the end. So if they're badly formed, that's another one that might not need. Now, since that's not dependent on ktsira, the bright is saying you'd be chayid no matter what for that. But these other things, when you're taking the grapes piecemeal, then it wouldn't be chayid because that's not considered tsira What's mashma from that, even if you did your whole vineyard, all the fa- chamishka fanim? So how is Rabbi Yossi saying you have to leave something? So how do we resolve these two bright according to the Rabbi Yossi understands? So he says as follows, Amar Rabbi Yossi, no, no, Amar Rabbi Yodan. Rabbi says, Kan Begmurot, Kan B'Sha'ino Gmurot. Now that's with the they that's already finished, meaning they're already fully ripened. If you cut, in other words, if you end up cutting the whole field, then it looks like you've done Kitsira. That's why you'd have to leave something behind and not, not, not to be chayb here. However, in the grapes, when they're not considered Gmurot yet, then what you're doing by picking them all off at the end of the day doesn't look like Betzira. In other words, the appearance of a full butsira is only if the product you're pulling off bit by bit is actually already completed. Okay? However, Amra Biossi says, no, a time I don't have to say that. Can can become can become it doesn't make a difference if they're ready or not. The difference is taman, meaning there, that's kishibikesh le kolanavim. That's when you want to eat them as eat consume them as grapes, meaning stum grapes are generally used for wine. So if you wanted to have them just for grapes. Um, then, then the fact that you ate them all off the fine, there's nothing left, it isn't considered sirah because you're not doing something for what it's really, uh, what it's a typical, what stump status is for, for, I should say. However, haha, that's when you wanted to, here it says, bikesh la sotam yain, yain, bikesh la yosang But you probably have to read read the shino of the gra, which is about our case, is when you wanted to make it into bread. Now, since that's your intention of taking these small bits of wheat is for a final product, ah, if you clean off the whole field, then it looks like a katsira So now we say, mm-hmm. So therefore, now we've got these two bright up. That, that are important from one another. Since they're talking about the two different states and they're talking about two different things, one's talking about wheat, one's talking about grapes or vines, therefore, we can learn one from the other. What? If you were simply taking the, um, the if you were pick, picking from this small field and you're taking the kernels because you wanted to have them as they are, not grind them and turn them to flour, and make bread. You just want to have like some sort of cereal. Then, a filoloshier, then you could clean off the whole field. You wouldn't have to leave pear because what you're doing is not considered tsira. Even though the fact that it says, you have because that's only when you want to make bread. The but also this bright, this box. The left one can learn from the right one. That to watch If you were taking in all the grapes piecemeal because you were making wine, then Then you'd have to leave. Stu- then you'd have to leave stuff in order to be part of from peya. Because otherwise, if you end up cleaning up all the vines, then it would look like you're doing tzirah and you'd be chayet in peya. Okay. Those are the. Uh, that's the. That's the second chart, and the brackets is uh, by extension. Okay. Let's uh, let's continue al Okay, so this is talking about we said before that someone is um he's thinning it out. He's thinning out the 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 um, the, the, the onions that were growing and he and he says you only have to, since the, the ones you plucked out, you thinned out weren't for um, when, when it 's not considered like a it 's not considered like a harvest because you 're just using it to thin it out, therefore the payer that you leave only has to be for what will remain so now we say Tana amar Yuda. the med when do we say that? that's that 's when the ones you removed 're going to be used for a different purpose but he says if however when you thinned it out you 're keeping it for yourself then Effectively, it's like you're beginning the harvest process, and that which remains is a continuation. So therefore, you have the pay you leave now would include all the stuff you thinned out early on in the process because you're keeping it for yourself. Okay. Okay, because then it's considered exterior So Areb it says, Hadada Bishi Iva Almanatla Hadel. In other words, this whole thing that when you're made dal, when you thin it out. We don't and we don't have to calculate that part as, as part of peya, that's only when that was your intention from the outset. When you, from very the beginning, when you planted them, you were planted them thickly because you weren't sure which were going to take, which were not, and then eventually you knew that you were going to thin it out. If you planted it thickly in the beginning because you effectively wanted it all, and then in the, after the fact, you decided, okay, maybe I'll thin it out a bit, then, doesn't matter what you were doing with it, even if you thinned it out and get in, get, get, going to give some to the shuk, and you were keeping it all for yourself, we say, no, then you have to pay for everything. Why? That is because since in the very beginning you planted it, not almanat to remove some, you are machshiv at all to be considered part of your crop, if you like, and therefore the pay you leave has to include even that stuff you thinned out. Okay, next case, the new Mishnah. We have to understand what the imaots are. Sounds like mothers, but what does that mean? Chayvot um, the says, Reb says, your partner. We'll explain what that is in a moment. The next is Malbanot Petzalim Shbena Yerek. We explained this case yesterday. These are blocks of onions and amongst vegetables. Reb says, Peah mi echad that it's that it seems to divide between the two. Because again, we said, if you remember yesterday, we said it's not the dare for people to plant a coin to Yerek, Betzalim ben a Yerek. But Chachamim or says, Mechad Kol not, it doesn't, doesn't divide between the two. Now, we're not going to address that. That case because we addressed it yesterday. But what the Gemara is more interested in now is what are these Imamachel Betzalim? So, Rebbe Ravamar, they're actually Purgara, we have here, or Purgada, according to the Girsa Church. What are Purgada? These are, the Chaim says, you leave it in the ground to produce seeds. And because you leave it in the ground, they become lura Oila Achila, they become edible. Unless someone's really desperate, that's why it says "ima betzalim." According to um, it, it seems to be that that's what Rabbi Yossi says as pato, okay. And where Chachamim says since it's "nalede dechak" it would be chay. That's same to be the machloket according to Raf. However, Shmuel says "omer tzumchata." Tzumchata probably. What tzumchata? It says what happens is it says betzalim and sometimes we pull it out of the ground. P'amayim shenishar mina sharashim barat. The roots remain. The it then produces more onion. The elu aim and these one seems to be that is an choshesh for them. Now the question is why is an choshesh and what the basis behind it? How do you understand pinyu shmur? These ones are left over, seems to machloket. So, um, so, so amr, so Rabbi Yako barbun b'shem Rambhiner says lo amr Rabbi Yossi So why does Rabbi Yossi say it's from peah? Because those, so it's like almost like a svichim type of thing. This aftergrowth of the onion you pulled out of the ground, people don't even consider it hefker. And we said one of the requirements of peer has to be meshumar; it has to be that it's not hefker. And since it's hefker, that's why Rabbi Yossi says it's pato. So one second, the Gemara says one second. So a rebuun barachia says by a kameramana the hefker So when they want shittat chachamim, if it's so obvious that it is that that it is hefker then what's the opinion of Chachamim? Chachamim necholak and said, that doesn't make sense. Because everyone agrees if it's hefke, you're a p'tor. So how can it be a machloket? How can it be a machloket if you explain that the basis of Shmuel's position is that it is mishum hefke? Uh, the basis of what, uh, or the, what's going on behind imo So amar lei, bahen achad achat. So the next assumption is, no, this is a bit like the case we learned before when the person has picked them one by one. Like piecemeal in the same fashion we saw in the previous silker. So one second, that doesn't make sense. hard tiny, but we learned before. Um, okay, sorry. So let me just explain that a bit more clearly. Reb Chaim says the spirit Since he's going back and picking up this like after growth of onion, it's gali daiti. Sorry, my mistake. Gali daiti. It's clear the molam It wasn't really healthcare. So that's what the machloket is. Is it really care or is it not healthcare? In other words, according to, in other words, Chachamim would say the fact that he's going back and picking them up and, and interested in them, that's not helpful, that's why he have to leave Peah, whereas Rosy, Rosy disagrees. So now we say, one second, but it doesn't make sense. We see in a brighter, that it fleshes out this debate a bit more. Chachamim's retort, the response to Rebiosi is, it should be Yossi is, Why? And which means, Yes, granted, you don't care about them when there's a lot of them. However, you do care about them when there's when you don't have a lot of onions yourself. Now, if it's got to do with quantities, what's it? I'll read It It's funny. Pirosh, afshej marbeh, aina Even if someone took a good harvest of onion, he doesn't care about the remainders, if you only have a small amount, he will care about that aftergrowth of onion if the if the my the In other words, if if the whole basis of Yossi's position is because of healthcare when Rakhamim says, Ah, when you've got lots of them, I don't care about them, he seems to support it. He's saying it's healthcare. Like in other words, it doesn't the, the whole discussion, the dialogue that follows that there's a chilluk between the you know. That, that in certain situations when, you know, I don't have a lot, I'm interested in them, and that's why you have even pay up, that doesn't seem to impact the, the argument of Riosi that they have good. So how do we understand instead? So have a late time de the law, Mishu So what's this mean? Read it behind. In other words, was Rabbi Yossi, says, Pato, not because of Hefgur. It's because someone doesn't worry about taking these little aftergrowth onions for storage because he doesn't really care about them. They're like, it, there's the small amount that will be this aftergrowth. I don't care about it. Therefore, it's enu machni solikium, which is one of the requirements of, of, of to be chayyim and pale. How, what do the chachamim say? Now we understand their response. He says, despite the fact you are correct, most of the time people don't care about it when they get a good harvest, when they've got a lot of onions. However, I'm However, if someone didn't, they would still take these small onions and makhnisolakium. They would still have the Therefore, since in certain situations you would keep these small onions and makhnisolakium, the requirement of makhnisolakium to be chayiv in peah is satisfied. Uh, and therefore, you be chayiv in peah even for these little aftergrowth more. Okay? Good. Let's do the next Mishnah have got to a, maybe a drop longer t- today, but let's have a look. What if two brothers, they share, share a Yerusha and they divide? They divide Yerusha, clearly. What happens What if they then decide to go into business together and bring their land together? Fine, not in Now they got a shit, together. What happens though, and it's this, this these, uh, we'll see. Two people purchased a tree. They give one payah. For example, you can imagine a big fig tree. We used to have one in our back garden and it was like massive. It kids to your climate. And it was literally, you could see two very distinct different sections. It was two massive branches. One went one way, one went the other. And yeah, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen big fig trees, you don't appreciate because you think they're small than bushes. But the, 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 you, can have, you can imagine someone bought a big fig tree and they produced huge amounts of figs. So they went to business partners. You take the north side, I'll take the, the, the south side. And they got a clear chiluk. However, initially what happened is they bought it in partnership. If they are buying partnership, then leave one pair. Um, if, however, they said you get the north side, I get the south side. They each have to leave pairs separately. It's like two people, it's like two different fields. Now, now this might echo the sugi we had on the, regarding the shnei meaning the two subspecies, where initially it was one Goren and two and So we're saying the same thing. What happens is the change in, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, arrangement, if you like, between the brothers. They habits of field together and when, uh, before there was a family breakers, right? Mm-hmm. They were together, they were in partnership. And then they decided to go their separate ways halfway through. Since they're now separated, then we view the fields as separate and each brother has to leave, if you like, pair on his own, right? Because again, much like we saw in the case of we go by what's happened to Basof. And since Basof, they're separate, they've divided the field. To prepare individually. What happens if initially, though, then I'll switch right around the words here um, that you have probably in front of you. Reb Chaim explains it. Says, in other words, they're initially divided and then they join together. And then the final part of the they join together. Then we say, So uh, okay, we have to read this in time because everything's changed around here. It says, um, It says, Not anyway, he's mafrish, he can mafrish, because at the very end they were together, so it's like instead of one field. So he can leave pay off from one section, if, from, from from him on his friends. aval, But you can't mafrish, but you can't mafrish, but in other words, since the second half was foot you can leave away, if you like pay on one side for the whole the, the whole section that was Beshutafoot. But you can't leave from that section, if you like, on the half that was when the, the first half that was separate. Because now we've got something Beshuta foot, you know, trying to, you're trying to try to leave pay off for effectively another field that was owned by an individual. So that would necessarily w- wouldn't wouldn't work. Shazella Bashuta because that initially was harvested, was done separately. All right, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow. It was-